Hello, and welcome to the first episode, actually episode zero, of uh-huh. Oh Brother, What Are We Watching? Two brothers discussing pop culture with a geeky bent. And with me, as always, is my co-host Chris. How are you doing, Chris? I'm very well, Steve. How are you? I'm very well. Um, how are you, How do you know me, Chris? How do we know each other? How do you know you? Um, we'll, we'll have to go back a bit, um, because we we are, in fact, brothers. So I've known you since birth. And that is in the podcast title, so we're doing a good job there. I think we've I think we've brought it back to the title quite well. <laughs> um, yes, so so yeah, we we go a long way. We go a long way back. You and I. We do go a long way back. Uh, thirty odd years. Yeah, now this is Chris. This is episode zero. So this is just an opportunity for you and me to tell the audience what we're here for, what we're all doing, and where this all started. And I think what you'll find out as you listen, hopefully, over the years to us is how we grew up together and this all came from one event in our lives chris this podcast do you want to tell the audience do you want to share how this all came about so this this is going to be more my perspective on it than than necessarily the objective truth of the matter because you're a liar because i'm a liar uh nothing i say can be trusted so um yeah (laughs) we were growing up uh we shared a lot of interests but uh, one area in particular we didn't share was uh, certain sci-fi shows. I was a massive fan of the uh, undeniable sci-fi classic Doctor Who. Um, the original run, um, because at, at this point, and this kind of dates it, it was before it had been revived by the BBC. It was cancelled. It was gone. And you were in love with cheap 70s science fiction from the UK. Sci-fi. Which you could watch on UK Gold on a Saturday morning. Uh huh. And I could I could buy my video cassettes of um, and you were a, a massive fan of uh, Babylon Five, Great uh, show which ever. I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around. Great show ever. And you know what? Actually, I was thinking about this the other day. You know the reason I didn't like it? Do you? Go on. Go on, tell me. I'm I'm I've been waiting a good fifteen years for this. It's 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 actually I think it's actually kind of sweet. It's because you told me not to oh, uh, really? at one point, and because you you went back on it, and I thought you were being weak, um, and so I sort of rather um, rather foolishly just clung to the notion that that I couldn't like it because you had at some point said that I shouldn't like it. I think um, because you said it was a rip off of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. A shameless one at that. Do you know what? You're absolutely right. So what happened was <laughs> B5 launched. It was on Channel 4, 6 o'clock on pff, Tuesdays, Fridays, something like that. And something instead, weird. we watched 5 o'clock BBC2, Star Trek Next Generation. And, and yeah, absolutely top notch. And Deep Space Nine when it was brand new. And of course, I I don't take to change very well. And no, all of a sudden, is, there was one thing that's very true about you. Two space station TV shows on at the same time. And Babylon 5, I will say this about Babylon 5, it is cheap. It looks cheap. That's one thing in common mm-hmm. with us. We loved cheap TV shows for some reason. Yeah. But it was amazing and it was excellent and it had such a, a rich vein of storytelling. And uh, obviously, I, it, was, it just entranced me as a teenager. Uh-huh. So I. Um... So I, I, I was set. I, I was not going to like this show. We had decided long ago that it was a cheap rip-off and nothing you could say 
ironically would change my mind from what you had originally told me to think. Um, uh, because I am both sycophantic, uh, but also don't like change. So that's kind of where I landed on that. So we had the battle lines had been drawn, and we were constantly, we were constantly bickering uh, about this until uh, you suggested a sort of détente, if I may borrow uh, from from. I called it. Richard Nixon. Oh, I call it a cultural exchange. You call it a cultural exchange, um, and in, in, if we'd been a bit more civilized about it, that's probably what it would have ended up being. But the uh, essential premise, as you might have guessed, is that <clears throat> we each watched uh, an episode of each other's show i showed you uh, a doctor who episode i showed you the five doctors um which i regret now because I, I don't think that was the best episode i could have shown you um, by i don't even remember it chris i keep on people listening at home won't know this but every time we've talked about that instant in our life when we decided to do the great cultural swap uh-huh. i always remembered the wrong doctor who episode i did I know, not I know. know what the five doctors was what happened in it i always thought it was peter <laughs> davidson Spinning in space, trying to open a TARDIS with a cricket ball. And that's not quite what happened in in any episode, but I I know I know what you're referring to. Um, I know that moment has haunted you, um, uh, for many years. But the the Five Doctors was uh, a fairly it was a very fan servicey kind of it was a special a something anniversary, uh, where all the still living doctors uh, got back together um and they got an actor in to play william hartnell's doctor because he had uh, unfortunately passed on and they couldn't get tom baker so it was really more like three and a half doctors um and it's actually not a very good episode because they all get drawn in to this ridiculous situation it doesn't really have a very good flow the storyline doesn't make much sense and it's just full of fan service and nothing much else so I don't blame you for not liking it, if I'm honest. Oh, I did not enjoy it. I felt uh, you didn't enjoy so it one bit. smug and justified at the time as well. Like, yeah, right. But and... actually, um, actually, you you went first. You showed me Babylon Five first, and you showed me the Hugo Award-winning episode. Would you remind me what it's called? That's right. So it was Severed Dreams, which is the Hugo Award-winning episode of se- season three pivotal episode in the whole season in the whole series rather where where babylon 5 secedes from the earth alliance um there's a big space battle and for late 90s um or mid 90s cgi it it was my opinion amazing now babylon 5 was a fairly cheap show to produce so going back on it now probably not as amazing but i thought it was amazing and also it had the benefit of only lasting 45 minutes chris unlike Doctor Who, which went on, what was it, an hour 20 or something? I think conservatively, yes, but that's also the shortest episode I think I could have shown you. <laughs> that's what I always could not get along with Doctor Who. It was like, is this the end? No, this is part one. And part My two. dear brother, this is only the beginning. <laughs> um, <laughs> it felt like I had been that. punished. Like, oh no, your episode was terrible. This is really good. Sit there. It's not over yet. Get yourself comfortable. We've got several more parts of this to go. So much as much as you don't remember that episode, I I remember literally nothing about the episode you showed me. Um, and at this point, I would like to introduce something that I think will become a bit of a key theme here, which is that I have an outrageously good memory. Um, you claim some would say superhuman, and my dear brother here doesn't always believe me 
when I recollect things with uh, sort of Sherlock Holmesy inaccuracy. Oh, God. Um, but even even my memory is stumped by this episode of Babylon Five, which uh, I I just I just blocked out. I sat, I watched it, I folded my arms, and I said that was shit. Um, Whoa! And I I don't remember. I, I I genuinely don't remember it. And the thing is, I've since come to think I probably would quite enjoy Babylon Five, and and have intended to at, at some point sit down and watch it. Um, but it's not on streaming. It's not on streaming and it's not on Blu-ray. It's remarkably hard to come by. Um, <sighs> which is the main reason I haven't watched it yet. But I think I could come up with a million different reasons for why, the, why this cultural exchange didn't work. But it basically didn't work because I don't think we were ready for it, Steve. I don't think we were mature I think enough. we were immature. I think we were just set out to not like the other thing. Uh, I still would not like Doctor Who. But... Um, I think as a promise to our, our, hopefully to our burgeoning listeners, if not now, in the future, our one year anniversary, we would have to revisit it. We would have to go back. I would have to sit there, fold my arms <laughs> and watch this Doctor Who episode again. And, and you know, being now in my 30s, <laughs> I think I could at least um, constructively criticise it instead of sitting there as a spotty... Was I 15, maybe? Maybe 15 yeah, years old. ballpark must have been about 15. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And just make chronic fun of it for being cheap. And oh, I, just, I don't get on with British sci-fi at the best of times. I don't know why. No. I, You know, I will give you credit. Um, more credit than I'll give myself uh, in so much as you did keep your usual um, acerbic wit to yourself while you were watching. And you at least watched in silence. Um, I knew you weren't liking it, and that in no way made me inclined to stop. But and this was the age before smartphones and tablets. I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't even, you know, sit there on the couch and you know look at Twitter or anything. I was there. I was in the room. Uh, I'd kind of sit. I wasn't going to enjoy it from the start because I'm like that sometimes. Yeah. But as old age has descended, Chris, I, I find myself being more and more. Um, open to these things and i think that's where this this is um this all started for us and revisiting yeah. that recently i thought you know what uh, we we talk a lot about uh, tv and film and geeky things and wouldn't it be great to put that down uh for the the world to listen to and i think yeah. some people might just listen because we've got scottish accents i think that might happen too yeah yeah definitely <laughs> maybe maybe not so that's the idea we'll be back every couple of weeks um, with new episodes and we've got a couple of ideas uh, some things we will do exactly as we did when we were kids we will introduce the other one to something they've never seen before films and tv with, for with example the, the benefit of age with the the benefit of age so one day you will sit there you will watch the very first the pilot episode of babylon 5 and i'm hoping at that point your ocd kicks in and away you go five seasons four telly movies one spin-off series one ill-thought-out TV movie, and finally, kind of the 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 poor end of Babylon Five was a direct-to-DVD green screen affair, which I don't even know if you can find anymore. But it it'll be out there, and I'll find it. And um, you'll watch it from start to finish because that's one of your idiosyncrasies, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so let's let, let's address that as well. Um, this is not the first podcast where I've discussed this. <laughs> Chris, you're on another podcast, um, aren't you? What podcast are you on? Well, let's plug it now. 
Uh, I have a I have a video game uh, podcast called Game Oversight with my friend Tom Murray, and in the first uh, no, it was the second episode. Um, it was about weird gamer habits, and this kind of comes under that as well, where I I have this sort of compulsion. Um, and it is a compulsion. It's not a habit. It's not a weird little thing that I do. I can't not do this. I'm being genuine. <laughs> if I'm if I'm watching something, if I'm playing something, if I'm reading something, uh, within reason, it has to be in chronological order, and not chronological order of the story, but chronological order in terms of when it was released. Um, so you know, this has most recently crippled me with the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I'm stuck trying to watch through Marvel Agents of Shield so that I can get to watch um, Ant Man. And I uh, can't believe I, I still can't believe you do that. <laughs> I'm so far behind. I was worse uh, at the start of this year. I hadn't yet seen Thor or Captain America or any of those sequels or Iron Man three. Um, so I was I was miles behind. So I have caught up a bit. But I, I have to watch Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I do not enjoy it particularly. And dear listeners, I have told him several <laughs> times. The show and the films are, you know, they're, they interact but on a base level. Like, it, it will not impact him to skip ahead and go Doesn't to the matter. cinema this Doesn't week <laughs> and see whatever Marvel film is in because that's what happens nowadays. There's a Marvel film in the cinema all the time. Uh-huh. But Chris, you, you've elected that you will stay pure and you do this for video games, and you do this for TV, and you do this for everything. Yeah, and it's it's hard. It's hard going. Um, there are a lot of modern video games that I would really love to play, but they, uh, you know, they have some entry in the past that that I haven't played or haven't been able to complete. Um, when I, again, when I last talked about this, I think I brought up the Castlevania series as a great example because I have spent, I would guess well over 100 pounds on castlevania games and to date i have only played the first one uh, and i haven't completed it yet so i can't play the second third through to the i don't know 12th 17th something crazy like that um <sighs> I, so i have pretty much all of them um but i, just, I can't play them <laughs> i don't really want to but you can't i don't, ha- I don't can. have enough time well, you certainly don't have enough time because you have a wife and child, and instead you're making podcasts with me and watching terrible episodes of uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield. Which I we should say, if you're listening to this and you like Marvel's Agents of Shield, good on Turn you. Turn off. Um, this isn't the podcast for you. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's the case at all. I think we've got to be, you know, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. Chris Idick, it's something we should all okay. live by. And, you know, I I don't. I say I don't enjoy it. And it's true, but it's okay. It's it's watchable at times. Is the thing. And I think we're, um, we're gonna we're gonna have to take an opportunity to to deep dive into that at some point. Uh, I might have to go back, or we might have to wade to in, take an episode to explain the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe at least. I think Chris, um, I think it's time to to wrap this up to to let our listeners go and 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 go ahead and, and go into our first episode. And I've got a suggestion for our first episode. Our first episode proper. Uh-huh. Um, we'll be here in, by the time this podcast launch launches, we hope to launch with about two or three episodes so you can go straight into it now. My suggestion, Chris, 
and I think it's a good one, is that we start off with one of our ideas, which is to take a, a TV show or a film series and look at the first and look at the last, compare and contrast and and see how the show changed and ebbed and flowed with time. And I really want to go back to another aspect of our youth, and that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. I what like do you think this. about that? I love it. Um, this this is really really good for me um, because one of one of the many driving forces behind us as as doing this, you know, is I have a lot of bizarre gaps, you know, films I haven't seen or or more accurately haven't got to yet. And, and this what's your most bizarre film them. you haven't seen? What's what's like the biggest film that everyone's seen and you've not seen? Well, as a, someone should all have already been able to infer, I haven't seen um, Civil War yet, the Marvel film. Um, I'll tell you mine. I haven't seen Jaws. Yeah, Jaws is the biggest one for you, and and that's it. You know, there's, there's these massive gaps um, that that you have as well. But more frustratingly to me is that you you move on and you leave things behind, and I don't. So. If I liked something when I was five, I still like it now. Almost as much, if not more, um, is usually the case. Oh, boy. Whereas you you have a tendency to sort of grow up and move on and say, oh, I used to enjoy that. I'm past it. I'm over it. I'm sure it was fine. Whatever. You know, so uh, Heroes, I think, is a really good example of where that's benefited you. <laughs> you got you you got fed up about what halfway through the second series of that and you never looked back i don't think i even made it through halfway i definitely got to the end of series one mm-hmm. and then series two started and i don't know what exactly it was but something clicked and i went past this and i just i just switched off and i think like most shows these things ebbed and flowed and some of the second series was good and some wasn't so good but i could definitely tell a kind of quality drop off i'm not even sure the quality was there in season one but i certainly enjoyed it um back then yeah now this this is this is an example of how that benefited you because i obviously couldn't stop watching i had to watch to the end and it was torturous (laughs) um it's it gets bad and then it gets worse, and then you think it's getting better, and then it gets much worse, and then it gets a little bit better towards the end. But by that point, it's gone so far down into the mud. Who can tell? Um, you know, that was diabolical. But there are other things where you left something behind, and I think no, you really should go back and watch that. Um, be it a TV show, um, you know, be it a, a a series of films that that you just don't have time for anymore. You know, that's the sort of thing that I'm keen to get you watching again. And I'm so glad that you brought up Buffy, and I'm so glad that you've picked Buffy because the last time you watched Buffy through, you refused to watch the final episode. That's not true. I watched no, the final episode. No, it, it fucking is true. I remember this. You said <laughs> you you got fed up as you were watching through the seventh season you weren't enjoying it half as much as as you had before that's true and you kept telling me yeah i've got the last episode to rewatch. oh i just can't bring myself to do it oh hang on hang on i don't think i'm gonna bother and then you caught it on tv and you said that counted you caught like half of it on tv i definitely watched it because i remember i remember i'm not saying you've never seen it i'm saying the last time you sat down and rewatched buffy you did not watch the last episode not for months and then you caught it on TV, and you were like, "No, I, I, I watched it then." 
ish. He was on while I was doing the ironing, something like that. Oh, I don't know about that. But again, as we said, your memory sometimes takes you to strange it's... places where you can't remember normal things, like I don't know, that, Steve. I that I remember pa- because it made it made my brain itch. I hated that you hadn't watched the. I, I mean, especially how could you not finish it? You got episode. that far. <laughs> especially like, oh, I, I'll stop at the penultimate episode. That's a good place to stop. Just what? It's forty-five minutes of your life. Just rewatch the finale. It was it had some not. Good moments. It was the finale was an hour and a half, and oh, I don't right, know. Right, I actually don't know why you're saying it. I'm going to have to believe you. I, I I don't know, but that's my suggestion. I think um, episode yeah. one proper. Next one up, let's do uh, an analysis of Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the start to the end. It is a great so show. Specific, Chris. Specifically, we're we're going to watch the first episode and the last episode. You know, back pretty much back to back, um, yes. and and just discuss as you contrast side by side. You know how different everything looks. Absolutely, and it is a market difference. Most shows are, but I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer is certainly uh, the reason why I wanted to do it was it was another big part of our growing up together, mm. which is where. Um, this show really is all about for me is is kind of re-examining those things, but also watching new things with you as we get older. You know, we're now well, you're not in your thirties yet, but I'm in my thirties. Months away, months away. Well, yeah, exactly. Don't give away your age, Chris. You know, you don't you don't want to do that. Oh, forever I don't, young. I don't want I don't want our rabid fans trying to track me down. But we we came into it late. We we binged, right? So that, what do people do nowadays with Netflix? They binge. Well, we got the DVD box set of season one. It was only about 13 episodes and we binged it. And then we it's, went into it. It was a much more expensive habit back then. Much more expensive habit. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't no £6 a month. That, no, none know. of that stuff. So we, That was a, that was a hardcore will, thing we did. We will discuss all of that on the next episode. And if you're enjoying this, by all means, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We've got pages up there. And, of course, the important iTunes reviews, Chris. We always want the iTunes reviews. Yes. Um, I will pay... Uh, if you leave your, your bank details in the review, I will uh, send you some you can't money. can't do that. You can't say that. No, don't say that, Chris. Can I? <laughs> I don't think you can. I'll tell you what. If anyone's actually brave enough to leave their financial details on a review, I will give them some sort of recompense. <laughs> I think what I was going to say was more positive reviews. Absolutely, go on iTunes five stars, please. Negative reviews, maybe go email us. Give us some. Give care. us no, Chris. Constructive <laughs> criticism is always going to help us get better and turn this from a rambling uh, two brothers into some sort of professional podcast. But if not, yeah. to the very least, the, hopefully we're enjoying. To be fair, the, the best thing anyone could do is start flaming us. Like that will get us far more more attention and traction than uh, a couple of good iTunes reviews. If someone really takes umbrage with something we've said, then we're in business. Do you agree? <laughs> I do not want to be flamed. I... <laughs> okay, well, I think that's a great first start, Chris. I'm looking forward to this this podcast journey we're going to go on together every two yeah. weeks. Oh, brother, what are you watching? Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>